Well, what a glorious way to put a period on a long skating career. Canadian figure skating pair, Megan Duhamel and Eric Radford capturing two Olympic medals, gold in their team event and bronze in pair skating at the PyeongChang Winter Olympics. And the pair, they did skate to Adele's hometown glory in their finale. It's likely to be their last competitive skate in their careers. Last time we spoke with Megan before the Games, she joined us from Montreal. It's great to welcome you again. Thank you very much for taking the time and, and congratulations. Thank you so much. And let me also introduce your figure skating partner, who we're speaking to for the first time, Eric Radford, also from Team Canada, obviously. Thank you very much for speaking with us too. No, thank you. So at the end of that final performance you dropped down onto the ice. Was that uh, exhaustion, emotion, a bit of both? Either of you can answer that or both. Uh, I think a bit of both. I think like um, they just so weak and they just like crumbled out underneath me. Um, almost in disbelief, in relief. I mean, so many emotions that you wait your entire life to come to the Olympics and have a great skate and have a chance to be on the podium. And it, it almost seems surreal. <laughs> in that moment, it's always so surreal. And you've just put your all, every ounce of energy you have into that one moment. And then when you get to that very, very end, it really is just such a huge sense of like relief and excitement. It's, it can be so overwhelming. You took the gold medal, which was wonderful, but also bronze, which you said felt like gold. Partly, I'm sure you felt impressed by the fact that you pulled off a successful quad throw for the first time ever at a Games. Uh, I must say that's not something I'm particularly familiar with, but uh, can you share with us a little bit on that, uh, the, the bronze medal you won and, and why it was so special? I think we're really proud of that gold medal we won in the team event, but um, the one we were dreaming of since we were children is is the one that we got in the pairs event. So it just has a little bit of extra value, I guess, if you can say, and we did it like we did it on our own. It w- it's solely ours. And um, any color of metal would have would have felt like gold. So bronze, like we don't feel like that's any sort of failure. That's a gold medal to us. Eric, I- I'd like to ask you what it means to win a medal with somebody else at a Games. Uh, for many of the ceremonies we're seeing, it's an individual thing. And we often think of Olympians as as being very individually driven characters. You've gone through this journey with Megan. Do you think that makes it even more special to to share the emotion with someone? Oh, definitely. I mean, if there's anything better than, you know, uh, an incredible experience, it's being able to share it with somebody else. And, you know, we've been through so many ups and so many downs, and we've always just been there for one another. And we've had complete trust in one another. And, to have it all work out like this and to be able to share that experience is it's really, really special. I actually was watching medal ceremonies yesterday on TV and it was all uh, individuals. Mm. And I was actually thinking that it must be so lonely to be by themselves uh, standing up on that platform. <laughs> right. Well, that's certainly one way to look at it, isn't it? And, and, and um, th- your journey together, I understand that it began in 2010. Can you maybe clarify on that and tell us a little bit more about that particular passage from starting out to Olympic gold medalists? Um, we 
both tried to qualify for the Olympics in 2010 with other partners, and we were unsuccessful to qualify for the Olympic team. And, you know, we were in our mid-20s, and we weren't reaching that, that level of sport that we always thought we would. So we were at a crossroads of either packing it all in and moving on with your life or giving it one last chance. And um, we were really lucky that we were already training together and our coaches suggested that we skate together. And um, it was a slow process from then. I don't think that in 2010 we got together and we were like, okay, we're getting together and we're going to win the Olympics. Like this was not the mission from day one. We, we set small goals and we achieved them each season and then we set our sights a little bit higher and we achieved those and we just kept working from there. And Eric, life post-Olympics, post this partnership with Megan, do you already have an idea of how that's going to pan out? Uh, Does it feel daunting? I think being in our 30s, we're probably more prepared for, you know, post-career life than than we would have been if we were, like, in our mid-20s. I think that we both have a lot of projects we want to do. You know, I really want to pursue my music a lot more. And it's not like we're not going to be skating anymore we're still going to be doing shows you know we'll do as many shows as possible um you know we really love to perform and we're very lucky as figure skaters that we get to do that you know after a competitive career and um but i think definitely we're both going to need to take some time and maybe take a nice long vacation and just decompress from all of this and eric just on that i understand you did study music at university you've got a grade nine um, Royal Conservatory of Music Certificate. That sounds like quite an ability you have there, gifted with that as well as skating in life then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, music is my other passion, and I actually started um, piano lessons the exact same time that I started skating lessons back when I was eight years old. And I've been very lucky to have some projects that have you know used both my talents and 2014, I composed our short program music, a song called Tribute, and um, two years ago, I composed Patrick Chan's long program called A Journey. Um, I've actually released that music, so if anybody would like to hear it, in streaming services. But, yeah, it's definitely something I want to pursue further and just, you know, haven't really had the time, and I'm really, really looking forward to, you know, pursuing it with the same amount of, like, focus and energy that I have put into skating. Well, good luck with that. And and for you, Megan, we spoke to you and your husband, Bruno Marcotte, before the Games. He is a coach. He gained a lot of fame around the world for coaching this North Korean pair who did pretty well at Pyeongchang. But for you, is that also your next step, coaching? Um, I'll definitely probably get into a little bit of coaching with my husband. But um, I studied nutrition and I'm just finishing up a special certification in sports and fitness nutrition. And then I would like to study yoga and some personal training, um, create a wellness program for young athletes, as well as um, working towards writing some some cookbooks and lifestyle living books and maybe like YouTube channels and podcasts and all that type of stuff, as well as Eric and I have the luxury that with a sport like skating, we get to perform in shows and we'll do that for as long as possible as well. I'm sure having your Olympic CV will get you a lot of automatic subscribers um, to, to, <laughs> to whatever advice you're going to be offering. It, it, perhaps it's interesting to note that you do not eat any animal products at all, do you? But you've still managed to sustain yourself through all that vigorous training. I've been vegan for 
over nine years now. And you seem to have a love for animals because you rescued a, a Korean dog, Mute, a year ago. So, so this is a year before the Olympics in Korea. How did that come about? Um, well, I was aware of um, the dog meat industry here in Korea, and as an animal lover and somebody that that feels like no animals should be eaten, not not just dogs, but cows and pigs and no animals. Um, I feel like I, some it's my job to act as a voice for these animals uh, who are voiceless. And I did found an organization that um, to adopt a dog from Korea from various places. And um, I got Mute, and I'll also bring another dog back home to Canada, and I'll look, I'll look for um, a home for him, as I don't have the means of keeping another dog. Yeah, I had the opportunity recently to visit a, a shelter here in Korea, and seeing about 150 dogs all barking in unison, waiting for loving homes. Uh, it's wonderful that you've done this and taken a dog all the way back with you to Canada. Many of us could do that on our doorstep here. Um, Finally, both of you, besides the dazzling performances, the, the medals, what do you think you will most fondly remember when you look back on Pyeongchang 2018 in years to come? I mean, Eric, to you first, perhaps, and then Megan. One of the moments I'm going to remember forever and that I'm actually the most proud of was actually before our performance. And we were skating around the ice getting ready to hear our names be called. And the German team before us scored a world record score. And, you know, Megan and I, we just looked at each other, and it didn't shake us at all. And I think that it was that moment that was the key moment that led to our amazing performance. And I don't know, it was just a very quiet moment in the moment, but it was just really powerful to me. And, yeah, I think that uh, it really just stands out in my mind for some reason. It sounds very inspiring being able to stare at a difficulty like that um, and, and still retain your confidence. And, and how about you, Megan? What would be a memory that, that you will hold with you, do you think? For me, it, at the last Olympics and here, it was being able to, to skate on the ice and be able to look at the Olympic rings every single Every moment, every step of the way, you everywhere you look, the Olympic rings are there to inspire you and allow you to dream. That's an amazing thing, as well as um, the supportive audience. They've been really supportive for all the skaters, and that's not something that we experience um, in other places of the world. Well, both of you, I hope you cherish those and your medals and your future successes, which sound like they're already being laid out for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations again. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Team Canada's skaters, Megan Duhamel and Eric Radford.